Because as I said before, the business is not about getting rich. Rich is just a byproduct of business. The business is about freedom. The business is about dignity. The business is about self-respect. The business is about legacy. The business is about being able to pass it to your son, be able to hire your son if you want to. The money is a byproduct, especially after you're financially free. You don't even need six figures if you're financially free. We talk episode 92. Financial freedom is a phrase that gets thrown around a lot. But now, five of the top financially free entrepreneurs are coming to Northwest Arkansas to show you that financial freedom is not some unattainable goal. They'll share how they achieved financial freedom and then give you steps that you can implement in your life and business so that you too can become financially free. The Financial Freedom Mastermind and Mixer is a special two-day event, July 16th and 17th, and is happening in Rogers at the Embassy Suites Hotel. Hear from real estate investor Henry Washington, who is featured on Yahoo Finance and Fox Business. Stock market and options trader Charles Oglesby, who is also featured in Forbes. Business strategist and coach George Pitts. Real estate and stock market investor Andre Haynes, as well as successful real estate investor Lamont Woods. It's the Financial Freedom Mastermind and Mixer, July 16th and 17th. Limited seating is available, so get your tickets now at Financial freedommixer.com that's financialfreedommixer.com <laughs> even the most exclusive sneakers once purchased look identical to everybody else's sneakers can I get a holla holla so how do you take your boring regular sneakers and convert them to unique dynamic sneakers that will stand out yo that answer is easy you need to g- g- get laced with Get Lace Shoelaces. Yes, yeah, Get Lace is a lifestyle shoelace retailer dedicated to inspiring customers through a unique combination of products, creativity, and cultural understanding. We just want you to upgrade your sneakers. So get laced. Visit GetLacedLaces.com or check us out on Instagram at GetLaced.com underscore upgrade your sneakers with a black owned business that provides international shipping wholesale custom and fundraising options upgrade them sneakers baby he's a genius man get yours today at getlacelaces.com premium sneakers need premium laces What it sounds like to be the best. This is a Black Wealth Podcast. Build wealth, invest, own, and close the wealth gap. It's time to break down these financial concepts with your host, Mr. Todd Millionaire himself, Charles Oglesby, and Raphael Husband. Man, I'm pissed because we did episode 91 and I forgot to call it episode Dennis Rodman. Mm. I was listening. I was like, that's Dennis Rodman right there. I have no idea who number 92 is. Probably Reggie White. <laughs> Episode Reggie White. <laughs> Reggie White. Let's see what number he was. You know who Reggie White is? Yeah. Episode Reggie White. Man, I know this stuff. Episode Reggie White. Was he a, uh, one of the Yankees? No, man. He's a football player. He played football for, player. from what I'm seeing, he paid, played for the Packers. He played for the Eagles. Man, he was a legend, man. Episode Reggie White. Episode number 92. We're about to get into this. Y'all better stay tuned. We ain't playing. We're doing <laughs> twice the content. He said, you kill, you, you don't kill two birds with one stone. You crack the stone, you kill four birds. We got multiple <laughs> content. We got multiple content, man. We lit. What's going on, Raphael? I'm excited. Oh, I, you just said you weren't saying it no more, man. I'm sorry. I'm just doing a whole bunch of stuff. You know, um, we just got a new car and you got to stop listening to podcasts and not taking action. She said you need to get yourself a bill because that bill is going to get you up. That bill is going to have you working when you don't want to work. And the bill is a Benz. And so we went, got a Benz. And I was talking to my mom this morning and I was like, I told her, I was like, you know what? Yeah, it costs what it costs, but it's worth it. I was like, the car is packed with features. They literally took 45 minutes and walked her through all the features that the car is a computer on wheels. So like it has this ambient lighting and like you can set the ambient lighting to alternate, to do all these crazy things. You have like 42 colors that you can set the ambient lighting in. And I always, always thought that was like the coolest thing ever. It's like mood lighting for your car. Um, cruise control is fire. Everything is just featured out. Super fire vehicle. And it's it's solid. So you look at this car and it's solid. We we got that car. And then I went and I looked at the other car. And I was like, I don't want this car, man. Uh, <laughs> car is whack. The little CX-5 or whatever we had. And so... Um, 
I say all that to say that uh, invest in quality. Get yourself a bill because I was like, I'm, I'm always I'm like, what can I do now? Like, it sounds crazy, but like certain things make you more successful. Certain material things make you more successful. They talk about buying a Lamborghini and they say it's like the best business card because now people want to know what you do. They're like, Who, what's this guy do? Right. How can I work with you? How can I help you? How can I get to this level? And so like, right, right. Is, is, is another thing. And I feel like sometimes a lot of people stay in poverty because they never take that leap. So it's like they just get what they can get. They get the car mm. that they can get. They drive the little cash car. So, so many people used to get their financial aid and go buy a cash car, a little $3,000 car. The car drives for a month or so. And then the next month or the next quarter, they get a new cash car. And they, they're staying with this poverty mentality. But when you elevate and you get that car that's financed, now you got to go to work. And when you go to work, you improve. When you improve, now you can start changing your life. So it's really cool. This person's asking my thoughts on full water stock. Stop it, B. <laughs> full Stop water it, man. Stock. Very nice. <laughs> well, me personally, that's not. I don't got an opinion on every stock. I don't. I personally don't want a car, a, a car note. I'd rather get a bill like QuickBooks. That's what I'm about to do. Respect you, man. You got to do what works for you. I do what works for me. I hear I'm you. With what I was blessed with, you know. <laughs> I hear you, man. But I thought you wanted the testament or the business for the wife, right? The business for the wife, and the test will be here tomorrow at eight thirty. It should have been oh, here get two out days here. ago. Okay, yeah, man. I don't be playing around here. We ain't playing, Raphael. We ain't playing. All I, had right, get, all right. I had to get the Tesla because if I didn't get the t- if I didn't, I had to get the bins because if I didn't get the bins and the Tesla showed up, it would have been problems. Should have mm. the house. Should have been like, bro, you, you can't be here anymore. <laughs> you're wilding out, you're doing all this stuff for yourself, you're not looking out for me. And so now it just worked out because they pushed the delivery back two days. And so then I was like, all right, cool. Let me um let me see what I could do. I was like, what can I do to make her happy so she's not mad? And I was like, I sent her a text. I was like, hey, we're going to go get your car this weekend. <laughs> Very smart. So, yeah. Hey. So then it worked out. So it I always said, I can't, I can't get a car until she gets a car. Um, and it worked out. It might have been not it might not be months in advance. It'd be a day in advance. She'll be happy. Might yeah. Be that day counts. We that day here, matters. Man. That day matters, man. Well, yeah. You know, the biggest the biggest celebration is just getting the truck on the road. So I think that's a big part of the reason of why we're doing this. Is like I told her, I was like, once we get the truck on the road, mm-hmm. then we can do some stuff. I mean, the truck is rolling. That's a big accomplishment, man. What was it being six months? Yeah, it's been a long time. Six months. It has some issues. We had to fix the air valve, which only cost like five hundred bucks because it was a fifty dollar part. A fifty dollar part that they charged me one hundred and twenty dollars for. Mm-hmm. Then they charged me like a two two hour minimum for this little quick thing, and then they charge you like a travel fee, and then they charge you like some other fee, man. maybe like five hundred bucks to fix a fifty dollar part. But um, we but need the tires, the tires need to get fixed. So. But I mean, you know, when you keep pushing, the winds are like, you get that avalanche, you get that flood, like the truck is rolling and your rental car is rolling at the same time. Like you had to, it took you some time to get the car rolling too, right? Now everything's hitting. It did. It took time. Folks don't want to wait. Folks be like, if I ain't rich tomorrow, then F this. If I ain't rich tomorrow, that course is a scam. If I ain't rich tomorrow, like get out your tomorrow-ness, your (laughs) tomorrow-ass-ness. Another new word. Patience in, you know, like 100%. I got a, we got a rental property that I bought in December. We're in July and it's still sitting. The floors have been done. The paint has been done. The electrical has been done. The furnace has been done. All we're waiting on is for them to look at the stairs, which is super basic. I could actually send them pictures and they would be okay with the stairs. I'm put some smoke detectors in, but once it's done, I can either sell it or I can hold it, rent it out for like 800 bucks a month, throw it to the property manager, let her do whatever property managers do besides have tenants call me. And so I think that that's the hack, man, is don't worry about it coming immediately. Just worry about it coming. Get rid of your tomorrowness. Tweet talk, creating words every episode, creating words every episode. Man, I got my ticket for the Classy Climb Tour, San Diego. Oh, nice. Right. Oh, man. I got that via... What, what, what? I'm be at the San Diego location. You're not going to be there? Yeah, I meant to tell Erica. Why? Because... You double booked. You double booked yourself. Yeah, yeah. My wife, she's like, we're going to Vegas for my mom's birthday. And so, like, I have to go. So, see if you can go to uh, D.C., man. Oh, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, Sorry. I bought the ticket. It's so funny. I, I, I kind of took my time to buy the ticket and finally got through last night. But I'm sorry, man. We'll see, man. I, I, haven't, even, I haven't even told Erica yet. Because, like, you know, wives, they just be widening sometimes, you know? You can't tell the wife, no, it's hard. It's hard out here for a husband. It's a bad move most of the time. And yeah. situations, in situations like that, it's usually a bad move. It's usually a bad move. Come home and then stuff is just all. And then you can't focus on anything. Yeah. So you got to keep the peace. Ha- 
happy wife, happy life. A lot of people think that like they hear the term happy wife, happy life. And they're like, oh, well, if she's happy, then who's looking out for me? Bro, they just said happy life. So therefore your life is actually happy. Your life isn't just content. Like your life is okay. Like, no, like your life is happy. You make her happy. She makes you happy. If you want your wife to serve you, you got to serve her. If you want your wife to, to put you on a pedestal, put her on a pedestal. That's just how it works, man. If you want your wife to change, you got to change. Where we at, mm. Any announcements? Anything like that we got going? Any announcements right now? You got the meet. I mean, you got the merch out there. Tweetalkmerch.com. Um, gonna no. We got a new newsletter out there now. Gonna have the uh, link in the show notes. Sign up for the new Tweet Talk newsletter. We can send you about three of our best episodes on business building uh, on business. Uh, we got the new. We need, we need a mixtape, Raphael. That's what I was saying last time. Yeah, we're definitely gonna do that. We're gonna be SoundCloud rappers. Like, yeah. We're gonna do sound. We're gonna be SoundCloud rappers in a minute. Yeah, we need a mixtape. Millionaire mixtape coming soon from Tweet Talk. Good stuff right here. A little David off. You know what I'm saying? We need a cigar too. <laughs> <laughs> Capital cigar. Cigars. I know who you work with on that one, but you could probably find yeah, somebody. Make sure, make sure it's a good one, not a Chinese cigar. No, I think that there's a black owned, there's a black owned cigar company. I think it's what, Blue Carolina cigar. Hey, everybody else getting weed strands. We're going to get cigars, you know? I think the name is Black Carolina Cigar. Take your lifestyle and turn it into a brand. Todd mm. Capital Whiskey. Uh, Todd Capital on, on everything. Yeah, but we might just drop the capital, just call it Todd. Carolina Blue Cigars. Carolina Blue Chicks. I bought I'm some not. Carolina Blue Jordans, man. They're the ones. They're kind of fire. I've been wilding out. I got to chill, man. I don't think I've been wilding, wilding, mm-hmm. but like a little things. One of the things that I'm most, um, one of the things that I'm most excited about that I've done, man, Millionaire Barber, I think we did meet at the CEO event, is I was able, so I, went to, I was in Atlanta two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whatever, weeks ago, and we took my son to see my grandma. First time seeing my grandma. Uh, first time seeing my dad, too. My son was my first time seeing my dad, mostly due to COVID, travel restrictions, whatnot, but I wanted to make sure that my family saw my son because um, that's important to me. And gotcha. I was at the house and like the house, I noticed my grandma's house, which is in an area where they've been gentrifying the community. The air is her house didn't have central air conditioning. And I was like, that's crazy. Why doesn't your house have central air conditioning? Why, why are we sitting in here sweating next to a fan? And so I went home and I was like, hey, we need to figure out how much it costs to put central air conditioning in the house. And so mm-hmm. we made some phone calls, did all that, got some numbers. And then I was like, cool, let's do it. And so I was able to do a big boy move, man. And pay the money for my grandma to get central air conditioning. Um, I put it on a credit card so I can get my points. I'm not gonna pay it off immediately. I'm gonna pay it off gradually, but it just felt good to do that because like she's in the community where properties are being improved. So improve your property too. Like that right. should be an incentive to improve right. your property, not an incentive to be like, oh man, they're improving the neighborhood, they're moving us out. Like, man, do you believe in inclusion or do you not believe in inclusion? Because you believe in inclusion, you should be included in that. And so I'm like, all right, what's next? She needs a new kitchen. Let's get the kitchen done. I was looking at the floor plan of her house. I was like, why do you have a two bedroom house with a den? Like, let's turn this into open concept. So she has a living room, she has a den, she has a bedroom, bedroom, kitchen. And so what these people are doing, they're coming into the community, they're knocking down walls, turning it mm-hmm. into open concept, turning it into a three bedroom house. Cause who would want a two bedroom house? Who wants a two bedroom house or a three bedroom house if, if they can't get a four bedroom or more. And so what I did, what I'm thinking is like, all right, so that's where we're going to take this. We're going to upgrade your lifestyle. But not only that, we're also going to put things in place that are going to allow cash flowing assets to take care of her mortgage because I don't want my grandma to pay a mortgage. I think that's ignorant. I think it's ignorant for her to not be able to live her life because she has to pay bills and she's on a fixed income and she's on retirement income. Like if you can't move her into your house because most people won't, I keep telling my dad, like my dad has a three or four bedroom place. My grandma has a three or four bedroom place. And they both have their own house. Like, bro, like, why don't you live together? Like, it makes no sense. Move her into your house or you move into her house or whatever you got to do. And let's let's hack this because the people in the corner right there where I'm pointing, that's a dual generation household. The kids live there. The parents live there. That house right there, dual generation household. The kids live there. The parents live there. And the parents don't got the whole house. They don't need the whole house. How often are you in the kitchen? How often are you cooking? They got a bedroom and a bathroom to themselves and they are content. If you send them to mm-hmm. a home, what are they going to have? If you send them to a home, they have a bedroom and a bathroom. How much of working together and so like in my opinion this is just where we at um and also see it as an investment and my grandma and investment and keeping that property in the family because i'm not about that whole like 
Oh man, we lost the property. We lost the taxes. Like, bro, like, pay the damn taxes. Shit. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, you were talking on the timeline today about how the whole family should step up and Absolutely. take care take care of grandma. And you said get a rental car or get a truck and pay grandma's mortgage. Just put an oh, asset in there and pay that joint. I mean, and I'm listening. I'm listening, Raphael. Spit fire for the peace, man. You were talking about um fixing up and renovating. I remember when uh maybe a year ago when you decided to start improving the Detroit rentals, properties in Detroit. And you were saying like other people in the neighborhood started improving their houses because uh, capital was improving the, right. the rentals. Right. This stuff should be contagious. Literally everywhere. Like we have a house on Oakman. We fixed up our house. There's only one other house right there and they fixed that house up. You guys can't hear Raphael because if I if you guys can hear him, then it'll mess up the audio for the podcast. I'm sorry. You only get to hear one side of the conversation unless Raphael decides to go on live. We could turn the volume down or something, but everybody keeps saying that. But <laughs> but that's the only downside of doing this live. So anyway, what I was saying is that um, what was I saying, Raphael? We were talking about how everybody started improving. Right. So Oaken, we did it. And then we went over to our house on Greek Street. We painted the house. We put a new roof on there. We put new trim on there. It looks nice. And then the person across the way, they did the same thing. And the person over there did the same thing. And so I never even thought about that in terms of this property, but you're right. Maybe by us investing in what's existing there, the neighbors will do the same. Maybe if the kids and the grandkids come in and help grandma, the other people will do the same. Because we ain't no different than anybody else. We're no different. And that's the thing. Like well, they can do what we can do. Exactly. If raise your property values up with them. I'm like, okay, we painting the house white. Sure, my grandma's house is going to be white. So they can't even tell us how the house has been gentrified. They wouldn't even call them no more. So I send their letters. But like that whole community is a lot of older people. And so older people, maybe they get married and then go move somewhere else with their other husband. Maybe they pass way they move somewhere else but we don't see a lot of kids coming together together it ain't got to be one person's responsibility if everybody comes together what's difficult becomes easy and so that's what we should be doing to preserve our communities and increase the value in our communities the government is nothing but a group of people it's just a group of people mm. moving like it's the government is people it's not something it's people therefore we can create the same thing they have they take a little bit of your income some of these folks they don't take no income actually be paying right but they take a little bit of your, your income they pull it together Together and they deploy it. The government doesn't print money. And if I mean, they print money, but not necessarily, they make their money off of your money. Right. They do be a little money too. A little bit here, a little bit there, take like 20% from everybody and they just chip it all in and then they deploy the money. So, like you said, uh, it's just a group of people just organizing resources and deploying them. And we can do that too, like Todd Capital with the, uh, stock, the, stock, the stock investment group and the real estate investment group. I mean, same thing, same thing. You could literally create your own community bank. Mm. The, the crazy part about like a bank is in a lot of instances like a bank doesn't really lend the money so there's this thing called m1 finance m1 finance allows you to take a loan out against the cash that you have there invested so imagine we pulled our money we invested it and then we took a loan out against that and then we invested that money what could we do what could we create what could we build we could literally create our own bank but you got to have people who think like this because most folks don't be thinking they just be crying and whining and complaining they just be like oh man they ain't doing this for us they ain't making this for what are you doing what makes Joe Biden this all possible person who can do these things that you can't do? He ain't a superhero. He is a human being. And that's why I'll continue to be disappointed in these human beings because they ain't, they're just human. They ain't supernatural. They ain't God. Mm. Oh, man. Where we at, Ross? Where we at? Yeah, man. Weather, Welcome to Tweet Talk, the Black Wealth Podcast, where we discuss tweets and talk about building black wealth. Out here trying to help black folks make some money, build business, create wealth for their kids. Word. Uh, Charles, you said you, you said something, you, you referred to this earlier. You had a tweet where you said uh, information without execution is just entertainment. Man, actually, <laughs> information without execution is masturbation because you're playing yourself. <laughs> playing yourself you think you you think you're getting something you ain't getting none and that's yeah. so hard if you think about it like a lot of people they just overdose on education they overdose on podcasts they overdose on all these different things and you're going to learn the most when you start taking action and doing stuff that's when you're really going to get that game and i just i'm tired because like i see people who come into the mastermind they get all this game mm -hmm. and then i come and i'm like hey did you guys do anything from we had a guest speaker this dude is massively successful they did a half a minute what did 
you do? They're like, oh, oh. so how do you want to be successful if you're not doing anything? You don't become successful just by success coming to you. You go to success. It does not come to you. You do the things that get you to success, even if it doesn't look glamorous and sexy, even if it looks like Uber, even if it looks like working at a restaurant, even if it looks like being cussed at by people who live in the projects. That's how you're going to grow. You grow to success. And so don't just get the information. I've been getting information. I was telling, I I just told Twitter this. I was like, the greatest part about being financially free is I get information and I just execute. And that execution, it doesn't matter because I can't lose. I'm already winning. So it's like either the action is going to win or it's going to leave me exactly where I am right now. And I'm I'm kind of okay. And so I say all this to say that like, I just been trying stuff and I've been getting the results of things that I'm trying. I was at, um, I was listening to a podcast, Social Proof Podcast. Interestingly enough, I listened to that podcast more than other podcasts now for some reason mm-hmm. and they said that usually when you get the vip ticket the high level ticket the conversation after the conference is where the game is it the conference is the conference but when you get to meet the speakers when you get to make connections with these people who are killing it because you paid big dollars and so they feel obliged to you to actually invest back into you then you're going to see the true wins in your business because now you're making connections with sex successful people it's one thing to see them we all get the game but now you're meeting the people you're networking with the people you never know where those are connections are going to go and so i did it i went to social proof podcast i was like you know what i could buy this hundred dollar ticket or i could buy this five hundred dollar ticket and so i bought the five hundred dollar ticket and you know what happened now me and donnie wiggins go live together right so that it's 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 worth the investment but i learned that because i executed on what i learned not just because i heard it i was like that's dope dude no i heard it i learned it i executed on it and i get the wins from the execution the reason why i'm able to launch a thousand dollar product the same thing. I listened to a podcast or even at the conference. So like you have to earn the license to charge and you can't charge what you never paid. I paid $1,200 to go to this, to the uh, CEO conference. And now I got a thousand dollar product. Mm. And so it goes forward once I start. Cause, and the thing is, is you peel back the veil. If you never paid for a thousand dollar product, you never know what a thousand dollar product looks like. Right. If you're paying for a $5,000 product, you never know what a $5,000 product looks like. The same thing. We bring the bins home. I'm like, damn, like I thought it was just a car with a different logo on it. No, it's a whole different experience. It's a whole different level of customer interaction. It's a whole different level of follow-up. It's a whole different vehicle. It's not just a car with a different logo on it. It's different. It changes you. It makes you go harder. It makes you think differently. It makes you be over here grinding on a Saturday after I just put in the order to get these t-shirts made, after I'm just about to continue to promote my business. We're over here creating content. And I'm like, bro, we need this podcast once a day, three times a week at least, because you got to take it up when you take it up. Mm, got to it up you yeah it up. yeah i think that was interesting when they said that like you can't can't be charging people a thousand dollars if when you see other people with thousand dollar products and you're like eh, that's that's kind of steep <laughs> But she's like, you have to, you have to pierce through the veil, right? And yeah, so that's it's not- like, if all you know is $30,000 cars and you think $30,000 cars is a big deal, like you would feel kind of, you wouldn't even know what to put, put into, into a $50,000 $50, car, right? right? right. So you wouldn't know what to put into a $50,000 product. All you would know is $30,000 car. And now you're over here building a $30,000 car, trying to sell it for $50,000, wondering why you can't get the mm. gap. And that just won't work. That just won't work. My son's yes. waking up. I knew this was going to happen. This is why when you pushed it back 30 minutes, it's like, bro, you wilding out. So we're going to have a special guest on Tweet Talk, Nolan Oglesby, first. <laughs> feature star. At least we get the feature for, for free. At right. least for now. I'll, I'll be right back. All right. <laughs> Let's do this, Raphael. Nolan in the building. We might only have 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to need some food, so. So, um, speaking of Donnie Wiggins on the live, that, that live was pretty powerful. And you had a tweet you said, one thing you won't see me do is argue with someone more successful than me. Now, I don't know how much she makes or nothing like that, but she definitely has more experience in that high ticket space than you do. So, I, I, I saw, even though, at least at first, you weren't completely uh, so, like you said, you still listen to her because she knows what she's talking about. And you, you can't even get the game from people if you're combating them. Like, I, I express right. my concerns. I ask my questions. But even when we were at the event, there was a guy there, and he had this, this dope idea, great idea. But he didn't want to take the coaching. He wanted to battle the coaching. Mm. And, like, for me, I feel like that's a mistake for multiple reasons. You're going to ruin the relationship if you're arguing with somebody, especially somebody of influence. And then also, you're going to miss out. Like, they might just shut down and not share anything with you. And so, for me, it's like, you know what? Let me just sit back and learn something and maybe – 
it could take my business to the next level. I'm a big part of the reason is I was listening to them talk and I want to say that Wall Street Trapper, I'm not sure it was Wall Street Trapper. I just know that they they mentioned um, that an, that an influencer they were working with had an event and made like a half million dollars in a day. And it was based off of that event. And then I also saw a Wall Street Trapper, one of them shared something from their group chat where he was saying like he made $800,000 in the weekend from his conference. And so I was like, you know what? Let me just be quiet. But the coolest thing is Atlanta is different, man. Because this is what I was telling my mom. I was like, you have those conversations all the time. I was at events where everybody's on that level. Everybody's on that level. When I was in the uh, the CEO line for the conference, dude standing next to me, had a Rolex on. He's over here telling me he made like $17 million teaching people how to open up barber schools. Mm. <laughs> and so... Like Atlanta's just different because everybody's getting it and they're sharing the information and you don't feel weird. I don't think I talked about this in the podcast, but like it was weird for me to go to Atlanta where me being me is accepted and then come to California and be like, oh, who's this guy? Is he a rapper or something? They don't even expect you to be in business. They like people outside of African-American culture literally cannot see this distinction between me and some dude on the corner. Mm. Like, they just see black dude, therefore dude on the corner. And, and like, that's why Atlanta is different. It's like, everybody knows you're different. They just know the conversation is different. And even if they don't know offhand, somebody in that circle knows. Like I was talking about when I was at, um, when I was at that event, the truth event. And they were like laughing in my shoes. And then somebody was like, oh, that's Todd Capital. Oh, that's Todd Capital. That's Todd Capital. Oh my God, that's Todd Capital. Like it was a big deal. And like, that's not a big deal in California. Like Todd Capital ain't shit in California. I'm sorry for cussing, but they'd be like, oh man, Todd Capital. Like they don't even care. It's a joke to them. Like, what do you mm-hmm. do for a living? I was, I was in the, in the thing and it was like, what do you do for a living? And I was like, oh, well, um, I work in finance and investment uh, education. And he was like, oh, so what's a good stock to buy? And so I just like, started spitting game. And like, they don't expect that. They don't, they don't expect for the dude in the t-shirt with the beard to have a degree in finance and have a law degree and also have an MBA in progress. Like they don't expect, because you don't get it. The, the numbers aren't like that. And that's why Atlanta is different because it's not rare. You get no honor in your hometown, bro. No one's going to Morehouse. You're not going to Morehouse. <laughs> you calling it now. We, we signing deals. We signing deals right now. Morehouse, son. Reach out to Todd Capital with your deals. Financial freedom is a phrase that gets thrown around a lot. But now, five of the top financially free entrepreneurs are coming to Northwest Arkansas to show you that financial freedom is not some unattainable goal. They'll share how they achieved financial freedom and then give you steps that you can implement in your life and business so that you, too, can become financially free. The Financial Freedom Mastermind and Mixer is a special two-day event, July 16th and 17th and is happening in Rogers at the Embassy Suites Hotel. Hear from real estate investor Henry Washington, who is featured on Yahoo Finance and Fox Business. Stock market and options trader Charles Oglesby, who is also featured in Forbes. Business strategist and coach George Pitts. Real estate and stock market investor Andre Haynes, as well as successful real estate investor Lamont Woods. It's the Financial Freedom Mastermind and Mixer, July 16th and 17th. Limited seating is available. So get your tickets now at financialfreedommixer.com. That's financialfreedommixer.com. So big news, uh, I, I did want to touch on this now, is that uh, college athletes can benefit from the NIL, name, image, and likeness, finally. I didn't know what that stood for, but now I know. Yeah, I, I was confused for a second, too. I was like, NIL, NIL, yeah. Name, image, and likeness. So now instead of the NCAA pimping these people, these, these athletes, now they can actually see some bread off it. I always thought that was so weird. The athletes could not get a job at McDonald's because that's that's illegal. Yeah. It's against the rules. I'm happy to see it happen, man. I think actually California led the way on that, mm-hmm. which is one of the rare things that California does right. So shout out to California. Yeah, man. You see uh Percy Miller, Master P son, he's already signed a two million dollar deal four years. It's like but some company, Web Apps America, never heard of them, but they they saw opportunity and they're like, let's sign them now. Like you'll never get them that cheap again. Especially if he has a good career in college basketball. But it's it's crazy the amount of deals that we've seen already. Yeah, really quick. Like they're waiting on to pass that law. Like, all right, yeah. As soon as they pass this law, we signed this contract. They they were working behind the scenes on these deals for months. All right, just just waiting for the ink to dry to announce it. It's like, okay, wait for the wait for the law to pass, sign the contract now, boom, announce it. Right. Now 
we need these students to be able to get revenue share and all the money that these universities are making from their football team. Granted, they're probably taking their sports income and paying their professors. It probably isn't all through tuition, but like I said, it, it only solves half the problem. It only solves half the problem. Like, yeah, they can't make money off their likeness, but the ticket sales, the concession sales, mm-hmm. all that stuff is going to the university. And then the students only get a small fraction of that. Meanwhile, the head coach is making multiple millions of dollars per year living at a mansion. Yeah, man, that's weird. These guys, they got some big contracts, these coaches, man. Like, I don't know how they felt that was okay. The coach makes multiple millions per year. Like, more, not man. not one, not a million dollar contract, millions per year, some of these contracts. Right. Nobody's right. coming to watch this coach. I mean, I understand this. They're important, but I'm not paying tickets. Paying money for the tickets because of the coach, man. Yeah, we, we had a little bit of progress, but I wouldn't say that like um, everything is done. But you know, I mean, in my opinion, I don't even be tripping off of that stuff. It, it might sound crazy, but I don't be tripping off that stuff because, like, my thing is, I'm not waiting on somebody to deem me worthy. I'm not waiting on somebody to tell me that I can get paid. I'm not waiting on somebody to tell me whatever. Like, I just feel like sports isn't the play. We need to be grooming business people, and a lot of us are grooming all these men to go play sports, and that's a fail. Aaron because even let's even if you're in the in NCAA, like what says you're at that level where you can even get endorsement money? You might be sitting the bench. Right. You might only be giving money to the top players. So like that's still not a come up. Yes. The NCAA is not a come up. Business is a come up. Yeah, because only like this thing maybe unless you're really a star, you're not getting you're not getting you're not getting a deal. There's only so many deals that can go around. Don't any tax business, man. Make sure you hit up that brother. He paid a student. He put it paid off some loans off of value investing, man. I love it. It's value investing is the most saving, the most safe way to invest. That's how Warren Buffett invests. Shout out to INY Tax. Yeah, man. Check him out on Instagram. INY Tax. Shout out to John and also to Luxor 3 for the leather goods. At Lux, Luxor 3, I guess how you pronounce it, Luxor 3. Yep, I got the belt and the wallet. Very happy with my purchase. Very happy with my purchase. Rock them every day. Rock them every day. But anyway, you had a tweet where you said, ain't nothing anti anyone else about building your own people up. I don't Man, understand why people don't get that. I wish, I forget the, the tweet that came before that, but it, it was something about like African-American business or something along those lines. And like the reason why I talked about that is because I have a very diverse following. And so I tweet something that's like pro-African-American. And that doesn't mean that it's anti-Caucasian because folks are in last place. So how is bringing somebody who's in last place up anti-anybody? The only way that you could see that is if you think that your status is based on you bringing other people down. And so in my opinion, Jay Morrison said it best. Um, He said that you got to, you have to, man, I wish I had the direct quote. But basically what he was saying is like, you have to build up your own people without regard of what other people think. And mm. I, I think a lot of like liberals, they they think that like their solutions have to be sanctioned by white people. So it's like, if it's, a, if it's what I think, a white person has to agree. If And we, I was having this thought when I was even thinking about like, my wife and I were sitting here, we were watching the Bow Wow thing and Bow Wow brought out uh, what he said is a Grammy award winning artist. And it was Three Six Mafia. And so we're like, what song did Three Six Mafia get a Grammy for and we googled it and it was it's hard out here for a pimp and I was like how is that the how does that song get a Grammy how is that song representative of African-American people how is that a win because then you also look at like okay Halle Berry she got an Oscar for being in Monsters Ball and she was out there just getting dogged out by some white dude or um I think Jamie Foxx when he got his first Grammy I'm pretty sure it wasn't in a very glamorizing role or when that one lady got her her um her Grammy her Oscar and it was in um The Help and then Denzel Washington, he got his Oscar for being a cricket cop. And I'm like, like you got to take your power back. It speaks to the Shikari Richardson issue that we were talking about. How like you have to, you have to build your own and I mean, take the power back. People see me promoting entrepreneurship and business ownership, and they think it's just a money grab. No, it's a power grab. No, it's a freedom grab. No, it's a, a dignity grab. I want you to have your dignity. I want you to be able to get paid without begging. I want you to be able to get a pay raise without asking and waiting and hoping. I want you to be able to travel without having to ask for PTO. I want you to be able to live life on your terms. It has nothing to do with getting rich. It has everything to do with empowering yourself. There's two responses that you can take to racism. You can ask racism to not be racist 
<laughs> we can win despite of racism. I don't deny that racism exists. What I do is I'm a move regardless of racism. I'll make it happen regardless because I feel like I'm empowered. I feel like I'm dope. I feel like I'm powerful. I feel like I can do anything I put my mind to. Not anything they let me do. Not anything that they say is allowed now. Because, oh, NCAA finally lets us not get pimped as much. That's not a win. It looks like a win. It's not a win. We got to get real wins, not symbolic wins, not partial wins, not wins that allow them to still have their hand in our pocket. Because that's what we've been getting a lot of the times. We get a win and it's like, oh, we got affordable housing. Meanwhile, this dude's over here getting paid, paid to build your affordable housing, as opposed to you building your own damn affordable housing, you creating jobs, and then you therefore not even needing affordable housing in the first place. What's mm. your stimulus? I don't want your reparations. I don't want your student loan forgiveness. I forgave my own student loans. And I do them again because I know how to do it. I generated the money to take care of my student loans. Therefore, I can repeat it. Therefore, I can teach my son how to do it. Therefore, I can teach my wife how to do it. Therefore, I can teach my mom how to do it. Therefore, I can teach my grandma, my dad, everybody how to do it because I did it. Not because I waited for Joe Biden to give me a fraction of whatever it is. And the crazy part about it is even if he does grant student loan forgiveness, it wouldn't grant, it wouldn't forgive my student loans. I got law school, I got undergrad, I got grad school loans. And so I had to do something different. I couldn't just be over here like, all I got is these baby loans. So hopefully he just wipes them off. He ain't gonna wipe them off. They've proven to you time and time again. All the success that you're seeing is based off of us going through a president who people thought wasn't gonna do anything for them. That's why we grew. We grew because we didn't think we had a choice. And now we think we do have a choice. And so it's like, oh man, I I would grind, but maybe Joe Biden's gonna take care of it. (laughs) And if he does, I would hate to be over here tired and Joe Biden took care of it. So that's my thoughts, man. I'm over here just ranting for the gram. I don't do it for the gram, I do it for the fam. And you know what you said? You know, some you said, man, if you when you let other people do the work for you, they get the money and the skills and you don't get it either. All you get is a forgiven loan that maybe you're going to get yourself into somewhere else again. Right. If, it, if you give the student loans, then you go sign up for a $500 payment on a bench. Yep. Somebody said, what did they say? They're like, people want to get their student loans forgiven so they can go get a mortgage. And then what are you going to do? Try to get the mortgage forgiven? <laughs> <laughs> But since they didn't pay, since they hustle to pay off the student loans themselves, they don't know how to do it, like you said. So then they don't know how to right. get the mortgage paid off early or at all. Right. You gotta you the like the like the thing is, I told my wife, when you have dividends that take care of your mortgage, you don't need two incomes. Isn't that crazy? That's like a revelation mm, in itself. Right. Like right. the dividends take care of that. We can live off three thousand dollars a month if we need to. Thank God my organizations pay me more than three thousand dollars a month. But worst case scenario, we'd be all right just off of the dividends and then who knows what we can even get from the dividends and so like all that comes through financial education all that comes from me i knew who's going to do that eventually me accepting the fact that they ain't mother mother effers never loved us man (laughs) we out here asking the abuser to make us whole and if you guys have not yet watched pastor mike todd's discussion on uh reparations he was saying that like usually the person who repairs what they damaged isn't the person that damaged in the first place and so what he did is he paid reparations he was like we got this massive organization that generates all this money i'm giving out reparations to the survivors of the tulsa real estate they're told of the tulsa massacre i'm doing it everybody else wants to be like well maybe joe biden will do it he's like it's done it's done i don't gotta wait for joe biden i don't gotta wait for nobody else to do it it's done why because i built something that can allow it to accomplish it and that's what we got to do. We got to build something that's going to accomplish the goals that we just have set forth for ourselves. You got to build it. If you don't build it, you can't change things. You want to change things through voting. You want to change through things through protest. You want to change things through hope. And hope is not a strategy. Voting has proven that it does not work for us. You're voting for politicians that don't work for you. So what's the benefit in voting? Be your own change. Yep. And you said the worst part about waiting for people to like you, for you, the worst part about waiting for people to like you, for you to win, is it's folks in your inner circle right now that don't really like you. You got friends, family members, and in-laws that don't like you. Employees, partners, everyone is for self. You got to win regardless. And you don't realize that until you win. So you realize that when you're at the bottom and you're trying to win and they ain't helping you win. But when you win, despite them helping you, folks disappear, fam. You'd be like, where y'all at, man? I thought we was, I thought we was cool. <laughs> like, what happened? I invited you over multiple times. You never came. And like, I don't think it should be like that. 
because like in my opinion i feel like if you do it right everybody should win based off of your wins but i think that people still operate from this scarce mentality where they think that your wins make it impossible for them, them to win and so i just never moved with the spirit of wanting people to like me because people ain't never liked me and it's been for whatever reason like oh he grew up in the suburbs oh he he speaks well oh like ignorant stuff like people who used to make fun of me like i tell people like i was made fun of a lot when i was young and now those same people look up to me <laughs> now those same people be asking me for consoles now those same people be listening to my podcast now those same people be bragging about the fact that they know me mm-hmm. and so i was talking about j cole and how one of the things i don't like about j cole is you have j cole and you have drake and i feel like drake embraced where he came from I feel like Drake embraced the soft side that came from like his circumstances. Whereas J. Cole had the same circumstances, grew up in the suburbs, white mom, they both had white moms and they both went to college. I think Drake went to college, I'm not sure. But uh, J. Cole went to college, got his degree, all that stuff. But I feel like he still strives to like rap hard. Like if you listen to For Your Eyes Only, the whole album is about like selling drugs and going to jail. And I'm like, you've never done any of those things. Why are you rapping about that? Rap about who you are truly. Live your true life. And the world will adapt. Stop trying to go to the world. Let the world mm. come to you. Be you. Let the world come to you. I was watching Mr. Organic. The guy is super extra out, super funny, crazy beard. Right. Four million followers on Instagram, on, on, on YouTube. Be you. Let the world come to you. One of the reasons why I won is because there ain't no other options course out there. That's the reason why I won. Not because I beat the other people out there with the options course. No, I'm the only one. At least at one point I was. I was the only person <laughs> with the options course. I was the only person with the options community. And that's why you have to go in your lane and you have to dominate your lane and you have to be a specialist in your lane. And that's when you're going to see the big win. You might see some little sprinkled in wins, selling your little real estate course, selling a little course on business development, your LLCs, but you don't want to compete. You want to dominate. You want to be the person that occupies that space. Yeah. No, you're talking about growing up in your background, coming from the suburbs and stuff. You had a TV, you said a family that does well financially sets their children apart yeah. permanently. Um, I forgot the inception of that tweet because it was, you always be bringing my tweets without the surrounding tweets. We got to work on that. We need to have the, <laughs> we got the tweet that came before it and the tweet that came after it and the tweet that you're asking me about because I want to, oh man, there, there is really a point that I was making with that tweet that's not involved in that tweet. You said that a person, a family who does well financially, oh, you know what it was? It was this. I feel like in our culture, I was watching this Ebony K. Williams video and she was on, uh, she was on Breakfast Club and she was like, Ebony K. Williams is a lawyer. She does well for herself. She's good. And she was like, if I'm married, I'm going to make sure the house is clean. I'm going to make sure the food is cooked. I'm going to make sure that the clothes are washed. It's going to be organized, but I ain't paying the mortgage. That's what she said. She said, if I got to pay the mortgage, I don't need you. And I was like, that's crazy. That makes no sense. And I was literally thinking about this. So we went and bought the car yesterday. The down payment was $5,000. I swiped the car for the $5,000. But like when I was struggling, when I did not have it, it was a problem. I couldn't just do stuff as easy as I do it now. And so a lot of dudes who are asking for help with the rent, who are asking for help with the bills, they're not doing it because they're selfish and they're greedy. They're doing it because they're struggling. And a lot of folks are struggling. And you got women out there who have more than the ability to help them. They come from a family who's helping them because they ain't out on their own anyway. A lot of them are sitting on top of their family's help. And so my point was that like, the reason why I won was because I had a two-income household. My mom what she made my stepdad made what he's made and we thrive because of that and people want to walk in they want to backstep they want to go from like oh like we need equality women should be able to to work they should be able to do all these different things they shouldn't be in the house and they're backstepping now now they want to go back to that Raphael. all the Mm. stuff that your grandma and your mom fought out of they got into the world like nah i'm good (laughs) this whole working (laughs) thing y'all got me doing i don't want to do it but the problem is the world has adjusted to you working at least in liberal states and so liberal states and conservative states are different if you go to georgia if you go to texas if you go to maybe alabama if you go to more conservative states they exist in a world where you can still kind of live off one income. California is not a one income state. Florida is not a one income state. New York is not a one income state. I don't think Connecticut or New Jersey is a one income state. And so you're in a one income state, which is a progressive state because you're a liberal. You said you're a liberal, you said you're progressive. You said all people are created equal, equal, all that stuff, but you still want to act in a conservative way. So it's like, you want to be progressive, but you also want to be conservative at the same time. You got to pick one. You can't want progressive values with conservative 
luxuries. And that's what we're seeing. And that's what I was saying is if you live in these states, you're going to have to sacrifice. You're going to have you're going to have to participate. And that does not make you less of a woman. And that does not make him less of a man because he needs you. Because downtown LA, a nice apartment is 3500 These dudes are not asking for your help because they're selfish and they're greedy. They're asking for your help because they're struggling. But the key is he's not always going to be struggling. He's going to grow through it. When I first got married, I was working part-time because I was in law school. And now we don't work. <laughs> but like, you get there. And I told her that's how it would be. I said, it's not always going to be like this. And so in the beginning of the relationship, I kind of looked crazy because dad's over here paying for all these different things that I can't pay for. And folks over here like, oh man, blah, blah, blah. And now, but honestly, I do a lot more than people's parents can do. People are over here stunted because they had one set, one MacBook and one set of headphones. They're like, oh, I got my MacBook. I got my headphones. So I got three Mac iMacs. I've lost kind of how many computers I got. Because like you, black man, need to focus on your earnings. And I guarantee you, you are going to take off. It might not happen until mid-30s. It might happen until 40s. But like women in a lot of instances are giving a lot of stuff. They are like even my sister. My sister was given a lot of stuff that I wish I had, even though I was on the right track. They will literally support people on the wrong track before they support somebody on the right track. I don't know why that is that way. But you got to still continue to run your race. Just know that your time is coming. This is me being real because it's tweet talk. This is me being real because it's tweet talk. Um, just keep running your race, man. Do not think that because you aren't rich by 30 that you're a failure. Most rich people are 55. Most yeah. people are 55. And they got you out of thinking because you ain't dripped down in diamonds and a Lamborghini truck that you're a failure. No, no. F those people. Do what you got to do in the moment. If you got to drive Uber, if you got to work a weekend job, if you got to work a daytime job, it doesn't matter. But you got to be working. You got to be doing different things. And you're going to lack folks. Like Future said, he said, I should have told you I was going to lap in words. You're going to lap people. All those people who were, I, I, remember, I never forget, I was in I was in high school, or college rather. Actually, I was in high school, I had my little hoopty, and there's somebody with a Ford Focus, brand new that her parents bought for her. I thought she was balling. And then when I went to college, there's somebody with the awesome coupe. I thought they were balling. I was like, dang, you, you the man. <laughs> and like, then you look up and it's like, when you start really walking in your blessings, like that stuff ain't stuff, man. Like, just trust you, African-American brother. Trust you. Do not rush the process. Know that your success is coming. Know that your greatness is on the way. And I think that then everybody will respect what you feel. That's just me talking. Pure Body Company formulates an amazing range of emollients with shea butter at its base. Pure Body Co. focuses on providing all natural handcrafted products for all people. At shoppurebodyco.com, you'll find body butters and lip balms that are not only moisturizing, but none of our products contain preservative or even those unrecognizable chemicals. So if you're looking to keep your skin soft, visit shoppurebodyco.com. And remember to join PBC Perks to receive rewards as you shop. Okieffa Shades is the premier choice for sunglasses. Top quality, unique, signature, fresh, trendy. Our shades provide significant UV light protection for eyes, and we have the best customer service around. The freshest and trendiest styles for both men and women. The finest shades to fit your style. Okieffa Shades is the premier choice for sunglasses. Visit www.okieffashades.com. That's O-K-I-Y-E-F-A Shades.com. Or on IG or Facebook at Okieffa Shades. Or on Twitter at DJ Ebrock. You said you said folks will work a job forever for 50k a year, but won't try entrepreneurship if it doesn't yield six figures. Interesting. <laughs> um, I feel like a lot of people when they go into business, they like they don't want to do it if it's not going to make them rich. Nobody goes into business to make 40 to 50 grand, but they'll work a job to make 40 to 50 grand and they'll be happy to do it and they'll be happy with the PTO. But I can't convince somebody to go into entrepreneurship unless they're going to get rich. I think that's a mistake because as I said before, the business is not about getting rich. Rich is just a byproduct of business. The business is about freedom. The business is about dignity. The business is about self-respect. The business is about legacy. The business is about being able to pass it to your son, be able to hire your son if you want to. The money is a byproduct, especially after you're financially free. You don't even need six figures if you're financially free. And so that was just my thought. Um, I I think that like we got to reshape the culture because I see so many people and it, and it frustrates me. I see so many people that could be serving people and helping people and growing our people. And instead of doing that, they're just like a nurse, an engineer, 
a teacher. And I'm like, bro, you could literally be taking your value and giving it to your people, but you're chasing a secure paycheck. And then they mm. won't even entertain it unless it's going to get them rich. And that, I think that's a mistake. I think that that is a mistake. And I wanted to shift our mindset because I was, it's so interesting. I was just watching this movie, Do the Right Things. They right want the guarantees. They want guarantees. They want guarantees. But yeah, like, you said do the right thing. I didn't expect to walk into this, but in Do the Right Thing, they were talking about how like you have these hoods, these urban inner city locations, and then you have like all these Koreans setting up stores. They had the Italian pizza shop. It was basically a black community with no black businesses. And it frustrates me because I don't think that necessarily we're priced out. I think that we like are perfected out. We don't want to start mm. that business unless we can compete with Domino's. Like, no, bro, sell what you got with the dough that you got, knowing that your ingredients are going to improve. That was one of the things that I noticed when I was looking at um, uh, the Hawkins the Hawkins restaurant. Like I looked at one of their old menus and I saw their prices and I saw their ingredients. And I was like, that's interesting because 20 years ago, you guys are just selling whatever you had. Now you got brioche buns, you got Angus beef, you got fresh cut vegetables. And so like your business grows. And that's one of the things that Dave was trying to tell the dude who wanted his professional track lead. The dude wanted a professional track lead and Dave was like, get a track and get some athletes and just run them. And then once you find some success with that, get some sponsors. And the guy was like, no, well, if I want to do it the way I want to do it, I got to get a half million dollars in sponsorship. Whoa. And, and like the guy was like, that's why you don't have anything because you think that money is your issue. And so many of our people think that money is the issue. They think that I could be what I needed to be if I just had the cash. And that's why when like people come to me with that sh- that stuff, it makes me upset. Like, don't come to me and say like, oh, well, if we just upgrade this and move this and do this and spend this money here, then I could be doing this. Like, no, what are you doing with the resources that you have access to? We give you resources to prop stream. You have access to deal machine. You have access to all this stuff. And you still think money is your issue. That's an excuse. It is not the reality of your situation. It's not. The reality of your situation is you're not resourceful. Not that you lack resources. Make the best of what you have and then grow it. Do something now. We just saw the Shikari Richardson happen. Imagine, like, I thought it was mind-blowing. I'm at an event. Guys, like, I want a pro sport. I want a pro track league. And then you see this girl get disqualified because of weed. If she had access to yours, she wouldn't need to go to the Olympics. It ain't no money in the Olympics. The money is in professional sports locally. NBA athletes don't really get their bag off of going to the Olympics. They go to the Olympics just to, to, to be about country. And that's over the longest time. They only sent like college dudes out there. They weren't sending like the big dogs. It's not a come up. The come up is ownership. The come up is professional. And I've never understood what we did. Like when I heard, like, think about it. Isn't that a dope idea? A professional track league? Track league? That's dope, man. Yeah. But you can't, you can't put a half million dollars between you and your goals. You need to just execute and do and grow just like Hawkins did. You need to go see a successful African-American business and then track the history and realize like it wasn't always like this. You don't start here. You grow there. Everybody's like, I want to be there, but they don't realize like I did four or five years of this stuff. Tide Capital is not a 2020 brand. It's like a 2016 brand that really got our our jump in 2020. Right. Yeah, because you think about it, the NBA was not the NBA 50 years ago. Uh, I think they came out, the NBA started in 40 they only started getting million dollar contracts the 80s you gotta think about remember jordan jordan didn't have crazy contracts and part of it is like you know people say you know he took less so he could help scotty pippen other people get paid but also the, the contracts were at that there was no hundred million dollar contracts back then jordan helped to usher in like the big the big money yeah. but it wasn't there when he started and I think that that's the misconception that we have with business is we think it's all wins. We think it's all highs. We think it's all that. Like, you don't, I tell people, like, you don't get into business for the sake of getting like rich. We get into business because we're business people. We don't invest because we want to get rich tomorrow. We invest because we're investors. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. We're investors. So we're looking for opportunities. It might pan out and be big. It might not pan out and they're not, but I'm not going to stop being an investor. That's just what we do. And so one of the things that I think, I, I talk about this all the time. If you look at the original Facebook, it ain't what the Facebook is now. If you look at the original right. Instagram, it's not what Instagram is now. If you look at Twitter, it's not what Twitter is now. Grow your business. Be in, in business for the sake of being in business, not for the sake of getting bread. And when you do that, you can't help but win. You can't help but get to the top. Like, just, just grow. Like, even the stuff I'm doing now, like, I'm investing heavy into branding. Next week, my only goal is video content. I want some dope stuff. I want me getting out the car, the Tesla, you know, checking my watch in my suit, <laughs> into the office, sweet talk podcast. Like, that's what I'm trying to get to because that's going to elevate my brand. Once I make myself on that level, 
you can only grow, man. And as you grow, Raphael grows. And it was so dope. I was listening. I hope you, I hope you catch this. Hey, Anthony, man. <laughs> I hope you catch this. David Chance was asking Dame Dash a question. He was like, I have people that are on my team and I want them to know that like, you'll make more money building something massive with me than running off without me. I'm not special, but I think I bring value <laughs> I think I right. do. I think there's I saw value in working with me. And so, like, bro, like, what can we build if we just continue to work together instead of being like F draws, he whack, he ain't this, I can do what I must. That's employee mindset. That's individual mindset. We got to get out of that. And so, definitely, if you haven't watched that interview, watch that Dame Dash interview. It was fire. It was. I see that. I see Dave was trying to get something out of it. He didn't get it out of him, though. It was, it was a good one. It was a good one. I think Dame is just scorned. He's like, man, that's a good concept. But when you with the wrong people, like, they just can't understand that. He's like, Jay-Z f the whole team so that he could get rich. Mm. Like, we could have all got rich. He's like, he was like, when it was before, like, all of us are getting rich. And then Jay-Z left so he could be the only rich person. And that's what they want you to do. They want one LeBron James. They don't want a bunch of rich people because a bunch of rich people benefit everybody. I benefit everybody. Anybody who's around me benefits anybody. We're going to Vegas. We're not driving to Vegas. We're flying to Vegas. My wife bought tickets for everybody. She bought tickets for me, Nolan, her parents, my parents with my money. Her parents don't fly to Vegas, but they fly to Vegas now. Mm. I won. You got to win for your fam. My grandma gets an AC because I won. And this is what's so frustrating. It's like folks don't want to help you win because they think you're going to keep all the wins to yourself. They're like, if he wins, he's not going to share. No, everybody wins. This is not a job. This is not like I get a raise so I get to live better and you get to go work at KFC. Like we all win. Yeah. All right. Let me ask you something. That's interesting. You bought tickets. You guys bought tickets for the whole family to go. That's not a lot. My wife just be bailing out. And like, even with the hotel, I'm not sure where we're staying for the hotel, but I'm pretty sure she's going to, she just like books it and then uh-huh. go. But like, even when we went to New Orleans, like, I'm pretty sure I paid for her mom's room, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. She has access to the credit card number, so you never know. Um, but here's a question. Uh, I don't want to put you on the spot, but what about rental cars? I think it would be dope. It would be dope if you could swing it. I ain't going to tell you what to do because I ain't counting your pockets. It would be dope if you could swing it where you could um, pay for rental cars and y'all just show up like in a fleet. The whole family move around the city in a, a <laughs> fleet of Teslas or something like that. Like, I don't know. Well, the, interestingly enough, I asked my wife if we should get a car and she's like, well, we don't really need a car because we're in Vegas. Mm, okay, okay. But that would be dope though if you could take your whole family somewhere and then just rent like two or three of the same type of car and just move around the city and then maybe show up somewhere that like oh who is that like, <laughs> like not who is that guy who are they we gotta, make, we gotta make some more money man and we gotta build this trucking company man i saw nehemiah davis he quote he, he said this bar he said that nobody in his family his immediate family works for anybody else except for the businesses that they own mm-hmm. and i was like that like that's goals my father-in-law drives trucks and so, like, part of me building the trucking company while I'm dedicated to it isn't just, like, for me. Mm. It's so that he can have a trucking business. And so, like, that's why I can't quit. Like, if, if it was just, like, oh, I'm trying to get some money, like, I'll be quitting. But I'm like, no, like, the goal is to build a trucking business that will get him out of the truck and will allow us to start dispatching and doing all these different things. And then... um now we're good. And so like, that's the goal for that. Even with rental cars, like the, the rental car business, a lot of ways is for my parents because that's mm-hmm. the space that they're in. And so it's like, how can we build up the rental car business? And so you start building businesses for your, for your family. Um, and that's, that's like my thought process there. That reminds me, Randy's out of town right now, but I'm going to get her to give you the game on, on, on how to uh, do the rental cars when you're out of town, get you a awesome. lockbox, get, get you a lockbox and all that. That's she, what the mastermind's about, man. She does hers passively. But here's a question. You know, I don't want to get too too much in your business, but does your father your father um own his truck? No, he doesn't. He works for a company. So he works for a company. He's, oh, Nolan, you ripped my book. Oh, that's a business card. You can rip that. So um <laughs> he um I need to connect with that guy, by the way. Um, so he he's a company driver, mm-hmm. but the cool thing is like he's been there so long that they take care of him. So he has like a brand new Peterbilt truck that he's happy with. But he's always been to like, hey, I could drive your truck if you want me to. And so like for me, it was just a matter of getting over the hurdle of getting the truck rolling. So I wanted to prove that I could get the truck rolling. Mm-hmm. Now we're having a different conversation. So now it's like, all right, truck two, truck two, what does truck two look like? He was actually supposed to come with me to buy truck one, but it just didn't work out. I was moving too fast because I'm crazy. That's cool, man. That's I'm cool. my son in the office because I let him in the office. He just goes through everything. I wish I could show you. I could show the piece. It's like you told him everything. Everything he sees is his, man. <laughs> That's why I'm gonna get mad. I just be loving my son, man. Everything he Give sees. Give your son is love, man. 
All he deserves is love. And some assets. All he deserves is love. Because you're my boy. You're my boy. Yeah, so let me wrap it up with one more tweet. Um, you said, try not to do something the wrong way. We'll have you out here doing nothing at all. I forgot the actual like concept that I used to kind of grasp that trip. Uh, but or to grasp that tweet, but like I just find that a lot of us suffer from analysis paralysis that looks like intelligence. We're like, oh, I gotta figure out all the problems beforehand. Like, for example. Like somebody, they just got into the rental car business and somebody was asking them like, well, what about this? And what about that? And what about like, don't try to figure out all the what ifs before. <laughs> just figure them out as you go, because you never know. We're in business because we're in business, not because we have all the answers. The, mm-hmm. the answers come to us. And so, for example, like I'll be learning on the fly, but I'd rather be learning and doing than be sitting and thinking. And a lot of people be sitting and thinking. And so, like, in my opinion, I'm always focused on like action the 10x rule man the mastermind is so powerful because like it gets me on my square i get off and i start forgetting like why i do the things that i do like i forgot why i do so much content i forgot why i post so much i forgot why like i just am always out there it's because the 10x rule requires it well it has some technical difficulties but you know how it is Got plenty of game for y'all. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. Follow the podcast at Tweet Talk Pod. That's Tweet Talk P-O-D on Twitter. Follow myself on Twitter at Work Money Life. Follow my partner Charles on Twitter at Real Todd Billion. Follow us on Instagram at Tweet Talk Podcast. Follow Charles on Instagram at Todd Billion. Follow Todd Capital, the company at Todd.Capital on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Be sure to subscribe to the podcast for sure. Get your merch. Get your Get Started, Get Fancy Later t-shirt at TweetTalkMerch.com. You know, read the show notes, people. Click that link and join the, the brand new Tweet Talk newsletter and get those updates and some special perks. Definitely. Now, I'll leave you guys with one last tweet from Charles before I sign out. Focus on earning, not conserving, because you will only save us so much. But your income could go to infinite numbers, man. So focus on earning, not concerning. It's Raphael for Tweet Talk, the Black Belt Podcast. We are out. Yeah, yeah. Yes, this is Donald the Voice, the official podcast editor and producer of the Tweet Talk podcast, featuring, of course, Charles Oglesby and the man Raphael Husbands. And look, man, if you just listen to this episode, then you know exactly what I'm capable of. You know my swag, you know what I can do. And so without any further ado, I kind of want to give you a special offer for Tweet Talk Podcast episode listeners. And here's what it is: head on over to DonaldTheVoice.com. And if you have podcasts or video editing needs, let's talk. And of course, I'm going to give you a real, real nice deal. But you have to mention that you're a Tweet Talk podcast listener. And this offer isn't going to last forever. So if you're on social media or you have a business or you got something going on to where you need somebody to edit and produce your content, come and holla at your boy. And I promise to take care of you, our dedicated listener to the Tweet Talk podcast. Again, head over to DonaldTheVoice.com and hit the contact page and let's have a little conversation. Okay, back to your day, your evening, your morning, whatever's going on. Peace.